Welcome to another installment of Fighting for the Faith. My name is Chris Rosebro. I am your servant in Jesus Christ. This is the channel that compares what people are saying and doing in the name of God to the Word of God. So I, I warned you in the last episode, we, we got to do a little prophetic work here. And yes, we will be having Prophecy Bingo later in the month. We got we to round up all these cats, you know, the, the, or rats, rats, all these rats of false prophecy. Got to herd them all together and cull them and then work out, you know, how we're going to do prophecy bingo. But uh, at the beginning of the year, the uh, the prophetic council of apostolic leaders or the apostolic council of prophetic leaders, one or the other, they, they get together every year to decide, to look at the tea leaves, to figure out what is God saying is going to happen in the year ahead? And Cindy Jacobs chairs this thing. And in the past, we've covered when she's, you know, when she preaches at the, preaches at the Trinity Church and reveals this, the word of the Lord. And always and again, I, I like loathe doing that. And the reason why is because she has this screechy thing that she does when she speaks publicly. But uh, I found her releasing the prophetic word of the Lord for 2023. It's not prophetic. This is a false prophecy. This is not from God. Uh, again, if you're if you're not familiar with uh, what the biblical tests are of a prophet, we'll put a link up, uh, up here where you can go and you can watch the very long in-depth teaching that I recently did on how to biblically test to see whether or not somebody's a prophet. And always and again, the test is the source. You have to test whether or not this is really the voice of God or if it's not. And if it's truly the voice of God, every Christian is required to listen to the voice of God. But Cindy Jacobs, basta. She is not a false, she's not a true prophet. She's a false prophet. She, she's not hearing from God at all. And so what we're going to do is we're going to listen to her give a more subdued presentation of the word of the Lord for 2023. This is this is not from God. And if you know anybody who's like listening to this stuff thinking, oh, wow, you know, she's a prophetess and we really need to hear what the, the, the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders has to say every year, send him this video because it's obvious. And I mean this, obvious. This is not. From God. So all of that being said, let me whirl up the desktop and <clears throat> hang on a second here. I got to stretch again. I feel like I should wear a helmet, but uh, let, let's, uh, let's uh, tune in with uh, Cindy Jacobs from her generals.org website, the WTL2023.mp4 <laughs> video. Uh, <clears throat> here we go. Hello. I just wanted to share with you uh, a compilation of the word of the Lord that came through our Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, many recognized uh, prophets. And this year I have also included... No, they're not. They're not recognized prophets. Everybody sitting on the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders is... I recognize them according to the biblical test for a prophet, and they all are recognized false prophets. Okay, Not a single one of them is hearing from God. Um, the global prophetic consultation where we've invited prophets from many nations of the world. And what I have tried to do in this report is uh, take thematically things that they have said. In other words, if I look at these reports and I'll see things multiple times, and many times the Holy Spirit will say the same thing in very unique ways, but it's still the same kind of theme. <laughs> this isn't the Holy Spirit. And so what uh, I'm going to share with you, uh, we'll put this out in writing, 
but it it isn't yeah how do you do that these this isn't even a lucid prophecy how do you put it out in writing because that requires you to use good grammar everything you understand no prophet receives the whole thing we prophesy in part and uh it's very important very very important things that the lord says plus there's different kinds of prophetic gifts it's very interesting every year as i i read over the where in scripture does it say that there are many kinds of prophetic gifts that is a new doctrine that is a doctrine that is not revealed in scripture more proof that this is not a true prophecy words that are submitted uh some of them i could not look at the name uh who submitted their the word of the lord but just by their giftings in other words those that are psalmist are going to talk about worship you know those uh that are prophetic evangelists are going to talk about a psalmist where is psalmist listed as a as a different type of prophetic gift how about prophetic evangelist where where is that mentioned in scripture bible well is it true yes it's all true and so uh i, I <laughs> <laughs> every every word submitted to her by the Apostolic Council Prophetic Council, they were all true. None of them are true. The whole lot of them, they're false. I want to share the year of 2023. Uh, in this year, God is going to give us great authority over chaos. But <laughs> <laughs> Grab a prophecy bingo card. God's going to give us a great authority out of chaos. Thematically, the year of bountiful blessings and turmoil. Bountiful blessings and turmoil. This, is, this sounds like kind of opposite things. As we've looked over the year, the Holy Spirit will tell us things to come. For instance... Um, the Holy Spirit is not talking to you. Not directly. If When you read your Bible and you read about the false prophets and you, and you hear God calling them to repentance, he, he's speaking to you through those texts for sure. I was looking back at the word of the Lord that we have given for the eight... Uh, Episode Council of Prophetic Elders, we've been meeting 23 years now. 23 years. I mean, so they've been around for 23 years. They started in 2000. So, I mean, how did the church survive nearly 2,000 years without the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders? You're going to note, people like Cindy Jacobs claim that they are continuationists, but I was in the charismatic movement. I was in the latter reign. And I remember when the claim was made that God had restored prophets, okay? It was in the late 80s in the latter reign. And then according to C. Peter Wagner, God restored apostles back in 2001. Restored, which means that prophet and apostle, they ceased for almost 2,000 years. And the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, if this was really, if it was really necessary for us to have prophets, living prophets today, prophets on planet Earth, why is their Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders only 23 years old when the, uh, the church is almost two millennia old? Hmm? And, uh, uh, you know, to see, well, how accurate were we? In other words, because we put these words out, we begin in November the year before, and how accurate are the words? Well... Uh, they have been remarkably accurate. I was just thinking off the top. You you haven't said anything. The years that I've been covering your so-called prophecies, you haven't said anything. And she's not going to say anything this year either. I had a couple of the prophetic words that were given. One uh, was that the, the European Union would fragment. Now, this was before. <laughs> right. Anybody who can read the news knew that the European Union was heading towards fragmentation, even long before Brexit. 
Do you think that Brexit fell out of the sky or was there a long running problems as it related to the European Union? Before there was a Brexit before uh, there actually was uh, a time where uh, the United Kingdom left the EU. And uh, so the Lord uh, warned us that that was coming. Another time uh, in the word was that the virus is coming that seemingly would be without cure. Well, that ain't COVID. Um, so you can you can reference your previous prophecy about a, a virus that would come seemingly without cure. I've had COVID three times, and uh, doing okay, doing all right, yeah. And uh, in fact, uh, you know, I just heard of another prophet that gave that word, and so. You know, when you give a prophetic word, uh, although we say this is the year for 2023, you have to understand that that you can't put all what God is saying or doing in a chronological year. Oh, okay. So I know we said it years ago that a virus was coming without a cure, but COVID has cures. Um, and but it didn't fit in the chronicle, chronological year that you gave the prophecy. But God, he can't fit. He can't fit everything in a chronological year. No, no, no. So again, why then are we naming this thing the Word of the Lord for 2023? And in the years you've done before, the year the Word of the Lord for 2022, 21, you know, 20, 19. Huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. But it, it is the season of it, or what's happening in the season. <laughs> uh huh. Again, do you have a prophecy bingo card present? You should you should get and one. And so there's a lot of really good things that the Lord says. There's some challenging things. First of mm. all, for the body of Christ, and we heard this word about... Brace yourself for this one. This one, <laughs> in the annals of absurdity that makes no sense. This one's up about there. Goshen, establishing Goshen multiple, multiple times. In fact, when I took a poll <laughs> of the prophets, I said, how many of you have been speaking on the subject of Goshen in the Bible? Many hands went up. And of course, we know that Goshen was a place in Scripture that God gave the children of Israel during a time of famine. And uh, it's also the place of their enslavement for centuries. It was a part of Egypt, it was a bountiful land and the choice land. And what the Lord has been saying to us is there is turmoil ahead. However, for God's children, he has a bountiful place. And that God, another word came uh, along this line is that God is going to give us directions to Goshen. In other words, <laughs> well, that's helpful. Um, I, I live in North Dakota. You know, I serve two congregations in Minnesota. Um, directions to Goshen. What does that even mean? And so, what's really interesting is is that they did a Zoom call with Chuck Pierce to talk about this, okay? Um, see if you can make heads or tails of this. I look at all these words to see what are the common threads. Well, over and over, the Lord said that I'm going to give you directions to your Goshen. Do you, do you want to talk about that a minute also? Uh, that is so important. And <laughs> Really? How so that God's going to give us Directions to Goshen. How is that important? Please explain, Chuck. Um, Mike, I, even before we, while I was saying good morning to you guys, you mentioned something about stumbling. And we're, we're uh, an offense is like something in our path that causes us to stumble over. 
And the Lord uses that whole phrase in uh, Matthew uh, 11 when he's talking about the kingdom. And he's saying the least, John the Baptist up to that time had been the greatest, but the least uh, in, that enters into and embraces the kingdom of God, he will be, he will be greater. Mm-hmm. than even John the Baptist. And he said, there's one condition. Don't stumble. Don't let offense cause you to stumble mm-hmm. over what is happening. And, you know, when I think of that, I think of what, what the Lord is doing new. Because even in that passage, you know, John had gotten, had started questioning whether the Lord was really who they were looking yeah. for. And I, I believe we are at a key place right now where we, we are seeing the new, and we can't stumble over it. Mm. When- <laughs> what does this even mean? Okay. Blue sleeps faster than Tuesday, man. That, that, that's all I got to say here. Blue sleeps faster than Tuesday. Notice that's a grammatically correct sentence. It's got a, it's got your, you know, your, it's the subject. It's got a verb. You know, blue sleeps faster than Tuesday, but it don't mean nothing. That's what we're hearing from this guy. We see it. We have Mm -hmm. to keep moving through it. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very similar to what you're saying about Goshen because, see, uh, uh, Joseph had been placed in that place of Egypt. And all of a sudden, it was time for reconciliation. It was time for divine recovery of his family. Time for them to realign. God had got... Are we getting a meaningful, proper, sound summary of the story of Joseph his brothers, his betrayal, his time in prison, God rescuing him from prison, then exalting him to be like the prime minister of Egypt, second only to uh, Pharaoh himself, uh, his brothers coming to buy food because, you know, the, the, you got the whole famine thing. Uh, and then, you know, the seven years of plenty, seven years of famine, his brothers coming to find, to buy food and then him testing his brothers, revealing himself to his brothers, reconciling with his brothers, forgiving his brothers, and then them ha- having a place to survive the remainder of the famine, which also then becomes the place of their, their you know, their progenity, uh, their kids and their, you know, the people who come after them, the place of their enslavement for centuries. Uh, are we getting any kind of meaningful discussion about what the Bible says here? Uh-uh. We're just hijacking biblical words and then saying nothing while trying to create the appearance while that we're saying something. But he's saying nothing. And to that point, he didn't put Joseph in Egypt just to save Egypt. He put him there to save God's covenant plan and his covenant lineage for the mm-hmm, future. Mm-hmm. And remember what Joseph said was, you're going to come down to Egypt with me after he went through the whole process of reconciliation. And you're going to be in Goshen, the very best part of what we now have to offer you. I think that is a real word for us. What you're hearing about Goshen, I believe we're going to be brought in and given some territory that isn't particularly promised territory, but is it is the territory where we will develop that will lead us into the fullness of the promise that God has right now. What, what promise will we be led into the fullness thereof? He's not saying anything. That's what I think about Goshen. It was where... Uh, oh, that's what you think about Goshen. Okay, all right. God's covenant people... Mar- Again, this this very first leadoff prophecy regarding the word of the Lord for 2023 is definitive proof 
that Cindy Jacobs and the whole Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, they're false prophets. They're not hearing from God. They are mishandling and hijacking God's word and making merchandise of people, and they're they're twisting and manipulating God's word. Multiplied. It was where they began to form their identity. It was where the tribes began to form together. And from that, then, when it was God's timing to lead them in to the war for their promise, they were more of an identifiable unit. And I really think that's what God's doing with us right now. We've gone through these three years that we've gone through, and we're becoming an identifiable unit. And that's what I think I sense when I want. What? Isn't Christianity already an identifiable unit? It has been for 2,000 years. What are you talking about? Walked into that prophetic gathering that you were hosting. I, I could identify there was a new tribe of prophets that had come together that were ready to move forward. Yeah, and I think this is happening all over the world. Yeah, the tribe of nonsensities. Uh, and now let me prophesy into that Goshen word. I uh, you're going to prophesy into the Goshen word. What? Felt the anointing there. And the Lord says, you're not going to miss your Goshen. Do not be angry. <laughs> what? This isn't God. She's not hearing from God. God, these, this is not the God of the Bible speaking. Anxious, says the Lord, with the, listening to the news and the times, because the Lord says, I am very interested in you as my child to find your place of provision. I am very interested. God promises to meet our needs. Do we not pray the way Christ has taught us to pray? Give us this day our daily bread. I mean, I pray that every day. So doesn't God then give me provision as I pray every day? Give us this day our daily bread. What are you talking about? I am jealous for you to be taken care of, even as a father in the earth, a good. Doesn't God already take care of his children? You'll note that God even causes the rain to fall on the just and the unjust. Even the unbeliever, God feeds them. Hmm. Father watches over the his own children and grandchildren. I am watching over you. So do not be disturbed by what you hear. For the Lord says, I am guiding you in ways you don't know. You don't even know how I'm guiding you because it's by She's saying that. Behind the scenes. And so you think you're just living your life. But as you're praying for me, I'm guiding you. I am bringing the circumstances wow. together. And I Chuck, wow. She's not saying anything, Chuck, and neither do you. I will provide. I will not forget you. I have not forgotten you. And the Lord says you're moving. But God already promises to provide for all of his children. I, I read it in the Bible regularly towards your Goshen from the moment you asked me to give you direction. I don't have a Goshen. I wish I had one because it, I'm sure it's warmer than it is here in North Dakota, Minnesota. I'm just saying. And the Lord also says to all of us that are listening, he's saying, uh, don't anticipate how I'm going to do this because mm -hmm. I will use. <laughs> don't anticipate. God isn't talking here. This is not the voice of God. Some unexpected people to position you, to ready you for your future. Position is a prophecy. Bingo sure. word. Go with my path. Go with my path and do not try to position yourself. Once you are positioned, I will prepare you for what is ahead, saith the Lord. And you're 
saith the Lord. This is not God speaking. This is He's breaking the commandment. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. And Cindy Jacobs is breaking it too. The vision will already be there for you to enter into. Wow. You know, Cindy, you Wow. Well, why? Why not? We're here already. Let's 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 check in with Patricia King. See what she says is happening for 2023. I am so excited about 2023. It is going to be an amazing year for each of you. And this is. Will we be going to Goshen? It's really important that you believe God's word on this because he has the final say. There might be all kinds of things that are going to behave. So if all these pie in the sky, blue sky prophecies that she's about to give, it's going to be a fantastic year. If it doesn't happen, it's because you didn't believe into it. It's all your fault. We are in the world around us, but when you are in the Lord and living in his presence, there is only goodness that is going to come to your life. And even Uh things that the enemy tries to throw in there that might look adverse, they're going to work together for good. That's your promise in the Lord. But I've just come. Don't I already have a biblical text that says that God that works all things together for good for those who love him? I already have that. It's in the Bible. Hmm. Out of almost a month of prayer, just over three weeks of prayer, whole month of prayer for her. Prayer, yeah. seeking the Lord, um, asking him for his insight for 2023. Um, because according to Second uh, Chronicles 2020, is that when you receive the accurate word of the Lord, the, the Lord's heart, his discernment for a season, and you come into agreement with him, it says you will prosper. You will all right, hang on a second here. Let's let's back this up. We're gonna we're do a little biblical fact check here. Oh, just over three weeks of prayer, seeking the Lord, um, mm-hmm. asking Him for His insight for 2023, yeah. um, because according to Second uh, Chronicles 2020, is it Second Chronicles 2020? All right, <sighs> biblical text. I'm sure I can figure this out. Two Chronicles 20, 20. All right, so Jehoshaphat's prayer. Yeah, you remember the three rules for sound biblical exegesis? What are they? Context, context, and context. So we have in Second Chronicles twenty, verse uh, ch- chapter twenty, Jehoshaphat, one of the kings. He's praying. All right, but why is he praying? Let's see, Jehoshaphat's reforms. Okay, so Jehoshaphat brought some reforms around. All right, so we got a little bit of the context here. All right, let's see here. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites, and with with and with them some of the uh, Meunites came against Jehoshaphat for battle. All right, so uh, Jehoshaphat needs to pray because uh, he's 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 in trouble. God promises to meet the needs of his children. By the way, so some men came and told Jehoshaphat, "A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea and beyond. And behold, they are in in Hazazon Tamar, that is in Gedi." Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek Yahweh and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. Judah assembled to seek help from Yahweh. From all the cities of Judah, they came to seek Yahweh. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of Yahweh before the new court and said, O Yahweh, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before the people, your people Israel and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? And they have lived in it and have built 
uh, and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, if disaster comes upon us, the sword and judgment or pestilence or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house. And we cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and you will save. And now behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you, uh, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession, which you have given to us to inherit. O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Great prayer, by the way. No decreeing, no declaring. And you're going to note here, Jehoshaphat wasn't warned ahead of time you know, at the beginning of the calendar year there in, in, uh, in Jerusalem uh, that, uh, that in the coming year that he would be attacked by Moab and Ammon and Mount Seir. He wasn't told that at all. This caught him completely by surprise. Hmm. Keep that in mind. And so when, when disaster comes, what do you do? Ask. No decreeing, no declaring. He is humbly asking. That's what prayer means. It means to petition a deity, not to decree and declare. So meanwhile, all Judah stood before Yahweh, their little ones, their wives, their children. And the spirit of Yahweh came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite and of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. And he said, listen, all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus says Yahweh to you, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed at this great horde, for battle, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz. You will find them at the end of the valley east of the wilderness of Jeruel, and you will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of Yahweh on your behalf, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, and Yahweh will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before Yahweh, worshiping Yahweh. And the Levites of the Kohathites and the Korathites stood up to praise Yahweh, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning and went out in the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in Yahweh, your God, and you will be established. Believe in his prophets and you will succeed. Now, note, she took it completely out of context. Totally. So she's, Patricia King has declared herself to be a true prophet. So believe in me, the prophet, and what I say, and you will be established. But here's the thing, Patricia, you've skipped a step. You see, uh, and the reason I say that is actually quite simple, because in 1 John chapter 4, all right, in, uh, in specifically, let me do this, verse 1, and it, it, here's what it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. Patricia King might claim to be a prophetess, but she doesn't pass the biblical tests. 
And so she's just twisted God's word here uh, from 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. Um, and by twisting that text, she's actually proving she's not hearing from God. This prophecy is not from God because no true prophet is going to twist or manipulate or contradict what God has already revealed in his word. When you receive the accurate word of the Lord, the the Lord's heart, his discernment for a season, and you come into agreement with him, it says you will prosper. Come into agreement? You've added that to the text. Mm -hmm. You will prosper. And so I'm decreeing and declaring. She's decreeing and declaring. She's a false prophet. Over your lives and your families for this year, that it is going to be a successful year. It is going to be a fruitful year. It is going to be a year where you overcome. It is. Wow. Pie in the sky, blue sky prophecy here. Everybody hearing this, congratulations. You're going to have a fantastic year. No two prophet would speak this way. This is itching. Going to be a year where God moves so powerfully in your life that it'll be a year to be remembered as a year of glory for you. And so I'm very excited. And I have so much prophetic. And of course, if this doesn't happen, it's because you didn't come into agreement with the prophetess Patricia King. Everybody who comes into agreement with her is going to have a fantastic, glorious year. And if you don't, it's because you didn't come into agreement with her. More proof. She's a false prophetess. In me right now to unpack. I was at uh, Shiloh service yesterday, unpacking some of it. And So in your church service, you unpack the so-called word from God rather than actually read and teach the scriptures, which are the word of God. More proof she's a false prophet. By the way, this week coming up for um, January 6th and 7th, that's Thursday and Friday night of this week if you're watching. Uh, so she didn't hear anything about Goshen. That's weird. <sighs> I hate to do this, but let's press the play button for just a little longer with, with Cindy Jacobs. How do we take care of our families? How do we secure safety? How do we secure blessing? I don't know. Get a job. Pay your bills. And, you know, sometimes things can be greatly disruptive. We know, for instance, what's happening in Ukraine and Russia, horrible things. However, God will bring the believers there from that place of, of sorrow, uh, people that have lost family in that conflict on both sides. But, but God will bring us to a place of victory. And, you know, I can look. Really? Where, where would that place of victory be exactly? In fact, in my own life, times of great sorrow, of loss, but I can see on the other side that God took us, took us through. So, and the Lord said to us, this is very interesting. Uh, some will plant gardens, some will get out of debt. <laughs> so, so, things are gonna happen and stuff. Somebody's gonna plant a garden. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you sit there and go, hey, I heard your prophecy, but, uh, you know, Cindy, and I, I planted a garden in 2023. I told you, God told me that would happen for some people. Others will get out of debt. Really? Boy, this is this is some keen insight on the future, man. I mean, wow. I'm, my mind is blown. Others will physically relocate to areas where a Goshen is already established. <laughs> Could you put a, a Google map together showing us where the Goshens are already established? Some will stay in the midst of a dark place and establish a Goshen there. What? It doesn't mean anything. In other words, Goshen was established in the middle of Egypt at that time, was uh, a pagan, idolatrous society. Now we. And by the way, this particular practice 
of giving a prophetic word for the Lord each calendar year. This is a pagan and idolatrous practice. Yeah, I've been on the planet for 54 years. It'll be 55 in May. Just keep that in mind. And when I grew up in the 70s and 80s, there was nobody like this. No, there there wasn't even YouTube. The internet wasn't around uh, for the general public at that time. And nobody dared to give a prophetic utterance for the year ahead except, except for the psychics and the mediums. They're the ones who put out words of the uh, word, prophetic words and predictions for the upcoming year. A National Examiner, or the, the, the National Enquirer, that they would they would cover these these uh, these psychics and so-called mediums and spiritists who who would give their predictions for the upcoming year. They were the only ones do it doing it. There were none of these people around, and so you'll note this is a pagan and idolatrous practice. Nowhere in Scripture do you see a single Old Testament prophet or New Testament prophet giving words of the Lord and strategies uh, and revelation for the upcoming calendar year. Never. The practice itself is not found in Scripture. And the fact that these people twist God's word up the way they do is proof positive. They're not hearing from God. These are the false prophets that Jesus prophesied would be coming before his return. So keep that in mind. Hopefully you found this helpful. If so, all the information on how you can share the video is down below in the description. And until next time, may God richly bless you in the grace and mercy won by Jesus Christ and his vicarious death on the cross for all of your sins. Amen. Amen.